Quick Tartar of the Week. This week's Parsha, Parsha's Chukas, starts off with the mitzvah of the Paraduma, the red heifer that is used to purify someone that came in contact with a dead body or was in the same room as a dead body. When outlining this, the Torah says, Zeis Hatira Adam Kiyamus Ba'ayel. This is the law regarding if someone dies in a tent, that whoever is in the tent becomes impure. So the Gemara in Yavamas writes that Rabbi Shimon Berichai says, how do we know that if a non-Jew dies in a tent, that it will not make you impure? Because the Torah uses the word Adam, man. And Atem Kriyam Adam, Ve'en Akum Kriyam Adam. You, meaning the Jews, are called Adam, a person, but non-Jews are not called Adam. So the Pasuk is only referring to Jews. At first glance, this is seemingly very bigoted. Only Jews are called people, but non-Jews are not called people? In fact, this very argument was used against the Jews in the famous Bayless case, where Mendel Bayless was arrested in 1911 for the murder of a young Christian boy, purportedly for the purpose of using his blood to bake matzis. The prosecution used this gemara to show how Jews do not consider non-Jews as human, and therefore it's not a big deal to kill a non-Jew who's considered subhuman anyway. So Rabbi Yaakov Mezah, who was the chief rabbi of Moscow at the time, he was the expert witness for the defense. He knew this argument was going to be posed to him during his cross-examination, and he was at a loss of how best to answer it. So Rabbi Meir Shapiro of Lublin sent him a letter explaining the true meaning behind the Gemara's words. There are four ways in Hebrew to refer to a man. Adam, Ish, Geber, Enosh. Three of them can be said in the singular form and plural form. Ish and Ishim, Geber and Gvarim, Enosh and Anashim. However, the word Adam has no plural form for it in the Hebrew language. And therefore, said Rameir Shapiro, the word Adam can only be referring to the Jewish people. Why? Because only the Jewish people are so unified that they are like one person. Take this very trial as an example. If a Russian or Englishman was on trial, who would be there or following it? His family and friends? Maybe a few curious people? However, here we have a Jewish man on trial for murder, and the whole Jewish world is following every detail, no matter what country they live in. The very fact that you are trying to bring a proof from the Jewish Torah in order to convict one person of murder who happens to be Jewish shows that you yourself acknowledge that the entire Jewish nation is all bound up as one. Therefore, it is not that the Torah does not consider non-Jews as people, God forbid. Of course they are valued as people. It's just that whenever the Torah uses the word Adam, that word can only refer to the singular and unified Jewish nation. The takeaway for us is to remember that no matter if we, the Jewish people, are at our highs or at our lows, or some are at a high and some are at a low, that we are all one single entity that loves and cares for each other no matter where in the world the other Jew lives. And what is it that binds us together? The Torah. That when we study the Torah here in America, it is the same words of Torah that another Jew in Yemen or one in Israel, Europe, or Asia is studying exactly the same thing. It is the consistent divine word of Hashem that keeps us together no matter how physically apart we may be.
And if we continue to increase and enhance our Torah studies, then Hashem will surely bring us all together, even on a physical level, with the coming of Mashiach speedily. Amen. Have a good Shabbos.